1: This is the Hockey Podcast Network, your home for hockey talk on every team in the NHL.
0: This is the Broadway Boys Podcast through the Hockey Podcast Network, and we are back with Season 4, Episode 51, as we have a full lineup tonight. We got the center, left wing, right wing combo. We got Gibby here, the Devils fan, going into the New York Rangers, Devils first round matchup. Uh, So I have to ask both of you, Andy and Gibby, we'll start with Andy. How are you doing, my
1: friend? I'm doing good. (laughs) Yeah, I'm doing good. I'm excited to have fan favorite uh, Gibby back just to get a differing opinion because James and I are probably a little too close to it because And also, uh, I I kid him, but Gibby is one of the good ones uh, in that he is a hockey fan who I think has, uh, although he is high on his team, he also, it's not like one of those fans where the sun shines out of their team's ass and they're not going to give their uh, opponents any respect. So, uh, yeah, Gibby, what's going on? How are you feeling?
2: Everything's very good here on my end. I've had a great weekend. Pretty mellow. Um, Devil's Twitter has aggravated me though they've been a thorn in my side all weekend long still yapping about capo caco and he's gonna shove it up our asses over the next couple of weeks i know it it's coming
0: now now gibby we have a full podcast to praise the devils you can't be the negative one here about them we can't bring on the devils fan and have them be negative about their team yes you can
1: i'll only, yes, I'm, allowed to, only, only <laughs> I'm allowed to do that. You're taking my role. Um, no. Did it, you know we had someone reach out to, uh, to us on Twitter, and they're like, We're listening. I'm listening to the episode now. He's like, the Rangers should just pack it in. God, you guys are pessimistic. Why should they even show up if, in your, you, know, if you guys had your way? Well, and, I mean, listen, to
0: respond to that, we have one cup since 1994. I'm not going to be, you know, this is probably, and we can get into this, this is the most competitive playoffs i've probably seen in the last decade where i have no idea who's gonna win obviously you got your favorites in you know boston and edmonton and avalanche but realistically like you could look at any seed and be like yeah i can make a case that they're gonna make a run yeah i I could see them making a run and to be honest it's like this is the best new york rangers roster maybe in the last 23 years and i disagree and well, and you know we're primed to make a run, and all of a sudden the entire Eastern Conference are all just stacked. So this is just classic New York Rangers. I'm not trying to be negative. We'll get into my positivity. I I, I promise to be a little bit positive going into this, but you also got to be realistic and a, a hockey fan and and give an honest opinion. I can't you know sit here on this podcast and say the Rangers are the greatest thing since sliced bread because it's just not true. So uh you know Gibby. I'm glad you're here to kinda, you know, you keep people in check. You're just an you're an honest Abe, and you know, I, I think you're gonna bring a good dynamic here as we go into the Rangers Devils matchup. Um but my first question, you know, Andy, going back to that guy's comment about
1: us being <laughs> Am I negative or am I honest? Or uh, you, can, you can be honest. Do you me. want an honest answer <laughs> <Yes>. to <laughs> that? I think you're both. I think I I, I don't think you make it's like not as if your decisions do, like or your your comments don't necessarily... There is precedent. Uh, do do I think sometimes I sense that uh, you skew a little. There seems to maybe maybe you you can call me damaged goods. It's okay. I mean that's probably it. Honestly, I I I don't think it's it's not for the. It's definitely not for the sake of being negative. There are people that are negative for the sake of being negative. I've known you a long time. You are not that. I think. That being said, I think that there are fans that choose to exist in the this, you know, they're the this is our going to be our year type fan, which is not you at all. And then there's the I've been burned one too many times before. So it's you're going to have to show me before I can invest any more belief in you, because why am I going to? I've invested so much of my time and my energy and my heart and my soul and my blood and my sweat and my tears into supporting you and only to have it trampled on or let down or whatever. So why would be stupid to do it unless you show me something? And it's not like if I know you, James, that if, if the Rangers had somehow... Uh, let's say the Rangers, the Devils ended up in first place and the Rangers somehow jumped Carolina, ended up in second place. I think you would have a better feeling about them going in. But I do. Wait, I will say that this Rangers there. team, as... And I think we'll talk about this when we talk about just head to head matchups and strengths and weaknesses for both teams. I think the, the sense I get with this Rangers roster is that they are very talented, but I do question it's one of those things when you get so much talent. It's like, does, is anyone going to want to do the hard work? And that, that kind of concerns me. It, it
0: should. And, and, you know, there's obviously a lot to break down with the Rangers, but let's let's get Gibby in here. Gibby, uh, my question for you is, you know, first off, you got to be shocked with the season that you had, but obviously, you know, pleasantly shocked. Uh, Number two would be, you know, looking at this season, do you see a lot of the New York Rangers in your team of last year? Like, are you ready for Prime to make a, a, a run to maybe the Eastern Conference Stanley Cup final? Is that is that where your heart is right now?
2: Uh, to answer your first question, if you told me in August of last year, August of 2022, that the team would be fighting for the eighth seed the way like Ottawa and Pittsburgh and Buffalo kind of were, I would have been thrilled. I, I would have been over the moon happy with that. To just have the season that they had, well, it was. I still don't even really think it's real. Like, I, I, it's it doesn't make any sense to me how it came together the way it did, especially after, like, the early season winning streak. I kind of thought after that winning streak, when they had that tough December, I was just like, oh, yeah, they woke up. Like, they came back to earth here. And I was exu- I was assuming December was going to be the rest of the year. But it wasn't. And, however, I don't think that this team has got Eastern Conference finals in their future. And if it does, great. And I'm actually willing to kind of like be hopeful about that more than i maybe would be normally but i i just i'm over the moon i can't believe it they well, they far exceeded my expectations by a country mile it's it's unbelievable i'm so happy that's it i i, I it left me speechless most of the year it really did
0: well, let me ask you this. I mean, obviously you had some key pieces really step up. I mean, Hughes got a lot better. He gets better every single season, uh, you know, since he's put on a New Jersey sweater. Uh, you, you've had key additions. I know Pilat was hurt at the beginning of the year, but obviously you bring in him with his experience with the Lightning. Um, Dougie Hamilton's finally healthy. He played a full season. It just seemed like all the pieces started clicking. Uh, Dawson Mercer has been, you know, playing off the charts. Everything it was working out your way. Uh are you are you are you worried going into the playoffs with your lack of playoff experience because you are so young and so you know newly put together uh you know and this is your first crack at at the playoffs. You're breaking of, up. Of what dude. you hope.
2: Uh, you're breaking up. I'm
0: breaking up. Yeah. All right. What well, can you hear me at all?
2: I can hear you but it's like <laughs>
1: Uh, I'll ask the question, Gib, if you can hear me. Um, I can hear you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I think what James was saying is that does the devils lack their youth and relative inexperience and uh, maybe being in the first playoffs for a lot of their key players. Does that concern you or uh, what do you, what do you think? How do you think you they're unfair to, to play? off it, it,
2: it does concern me. And I did hear him mention Pilat. pilat has been pretty. <sighs> listen, I know Tampa Bay put out that video or whatever where they were calling him playoff Palat. I certainly hope so, because this guy's been like, I know he was hurt. I get it, respect, but he's been pretty ineffective most of the time that he's been like been on the active roster and playing. And, you know, it is good to have a, a bigger body out there. And, you know, I, I like that, but I'm not getting the production out of him that I was hoping for, but you know. They say they signed this guy to be a playoff performer. So I'm hoping that that's what he is. As far as the rest of the guys being young, you know, I actually I'll give credit where credit's due. I saw it; I, it is something that I was worried about, but I saw a tweet today that like brought up a fairly good point. Like the Rangers had a good run last year. But other than that, like their only other playoff experience in the last like handful of years is what three games in that bubble. Do I have that right? Yeah, you do. You, but- I mean, adding Kane at the playoffs is good, but I don't think Patrick Kane's been what you guys want him to be. Is that
1: fair? Well, that's – I would say – And I haven't listened
2: to your podcast in a while to hear what you guys have been saying about him, but I think it's fair.
1: I think it's pretty fair, but I will say this. I think – oh, boy. I think the understanding is everyone knew that the Rangers passed on him the first time because of the hip issue. They get Tarasenko – uh, and then he throws his his uh, he starts pouting openly in press conferences while still on, uh, um, you know, still on, on the Blackhawks. He basically for he basically forces, he forces his way, his way to the range. So I think the understanding is this the team passed on him. Uh, he basically had a pretty piss poor regular season for the Blackhawks on an admittedly horrible team. But. I think after that happens, he then goes on to have like a dominant three game stretch, uh, just showing that he can still have hands and and just still do old Patrick Kane things. He basically, Patrick Kane pouts his way out of Chicago, uh, gives a shit for a week, puts up uh, what he has has like, uh, I forget, in three games he puts up, I don't know, like uh, nine points, eight or nine points or something, forces his way to the Rangers. However, I think they acquire him with the knowledge that, yeah, his hip is still, he still has a bum hip. And have if watching Kane, uh, you can kind of tell that, A, he's hurt, but you can also, B, tell that he's really not retrying too hard, if that makes any sense. I think, considering how he looks in game one, is going to tell the story of uh, whether or not the Rangers made a grave mistake. You know what, what I mean? You know,
2: but A second and a
1: fourth? It's a second or fourth, but James, does that second become a first if the Rangers make it to the ECF? Is that the deal? Correct. Okay, that's a good so, trade. That's fair. I mean, if you make it to the ECF, uh, yeah, you
2: kind of can't. That, that's that's he did you know. his job at that point. Then,
1: well, I'll, okay. I'll speak
0: on. I'll speak on behalf of. I think most Ranger fans. I think most Ranger fans. If you look at the additions of Tarasenko and Kane, they'd say Tarasenko was much is much better than what. I think fans expected, and I think Patrick Kane is a little bit worse than what people expected. I think it's probably right on par of what I expected from from Kane. I'm not shocked. I, I kind of agree with Andy that he, you know, obviously his hip is bothering him. He missed them games down the line. And you know, for the New York Rangers to sit here and be like, "Well, if Patrick Kane doesn't perform, then we'd have no shot. Listen. You, you stack this lineup so guys don't have to perform every single game. Now, that doesn't mean, you know, as Andy alluded to in the beginning of the podcast, that does mean that someone's going to have to, you know, lace up the skates and tie them tight and go to work because it can't just be like everyone pointing fingers, uh, you know, who's going to step up tonight because it needs to either be everybody or a rotation of guys. And, you know, obviously, you know, you can't expect, you know, Mika to score a hat trick every night. But him, Panarin, Kane, Tarasenko, Trocheck—you know these guys have all been, uh, you know, uh, essentially brought here to win a Stanley Cup. And those guys have to perform on the offensive side of the puck. The kid line was a huge piece of our success last year in the playoffs. They have to be better than they were last year. And if they can't do that, you know, against the New Jersey Devils. Then we're done, and it's going to be an early series. And you know, you know, Gibby, I I t- I told you this a couple weeks ago. Two things are going to happen: either the Devils are going to win in five, or the Rangers are going to win in seven. I think the longer this series goes, the better for the New York Rangers. Um, and because you know, you got to wear down the Devils, you got to slow them down, you got to drain their energy. They're going we to come have out- to
2: anger them. That's how you beat them. You frustrate them.
0: And you know, you watching the devil's games and stuff like that on a nightly basis. I would say the teams that are a little bit more structured can slow you down in a neutral zone and really kind of piss you off. have had the most success. IE the fucking Tampa Bay lightning can do it. Yeah,
2: the Islanders had your number.
1: Uh, no, I would I mean, say no. Honestly, no. I think no, but yeah, I would say so the Rangers argue, are, are honestly
2: to be like, what? I don't really like to shit on you guys. I would argue that's not a strength of yours. If I'm wrong, we saying I'm wrong. But I don't know.
1: Well, it's not a str- it's definitely not a strength of the Rangers. I would say the Devils. But that doesn't mean it's not uh, impossible. But I would say, no, it's definitely not a strength of the Rangers. The, Ra- the Devils are the best rush offense team, either the first best or second best rush offense resource. team in the entire league. And the New York Rangers are towards the tail end of teams in the league for ha- 22nd or something. So bottom bottom end team when it comes to that regard that it's been one of probably their one of their bigger problems this year i i've seen them do it a couple of games but again i also find it very hard to judge this rangers team because i honestly just don't think i think they're almost at a point where uh and i've talked about james this has been my pet theory forever ever since they burned literally ran out of gas and the last playoffs it seems like they've been so nervous and worried about running out of steam and they're just like their efforts are, they literally only play 40 minutes a night it's very rare for them and but the few marquee the games are are, they
2: only play the second and the third period
1: yeah but i i would say for the rangers uh being such a you know also it it, it hurts that the rangers are their defensemen aren't necessarily fast you know what i mean like yeah. if keandre miller who as good of a skater as he is has only been playing defense for a few years so he's been working on his pivotability it's not that great fox kind of has to let guys go around him sometimes same with leningrad who's a, a pretty decent skater but they don't have these uh merino types that are really good at just skating backwards very quickly and just you know quickly poking you know they have I didn't more of
2: realized so like a couple weeks ago how much of a monster Lindring is. that guy is an animal
1: He's an animal he's and he's he gets, you know he's he's in the
2: face of the puck the other night and like missed two shifts and he was back do I have that yeah
1: right? yes, you yeah. did he he took it to the side of the face and everyone's like well he's, he, he his, is he's
2: a, a mean look like that's not a guy I want to run into in an alley and no, now he's soon. a he's, he's, got cra-
1: he's got the he's cra- got he's got the, cra- the crazy he's only five ten five nine or he's five ten but he's a, a yeah a he's like a sunco. good for him he's a, yeah good for him we he's need
2: got a guy like that
1: yeah uh. Yeah, you got to go get Bobby Farnham back. Um, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I will, yeah, I guess to, to my to my greater point, I would say is that I feel like the Rangers have exhibited times that they know how to play and sometimes, and I don't know if this is better or worse, it might be worse. I think they've shown that it's just like, uh, ah, we can do it. Because they honestly, they're a better team on paper this year, but they were way better defending the rush last year. Their defensemen are all one year more experienced. It's pretty much the same roster. So the fact that they've gone backwards in that re- regard is weird. However, they've also gotten a lot better at uh, not having fire drills on their own end, and they protect the house so much better than they did last year. You know what I mean? They, last year, it was literally just letting people get in front of their net. Now they're pretty good about keeping them out, but they just, I think a result of that style is they're like, we have Igor Shosturkin. So. I was about
2: to ask that. Like, Do you think they did that because they knew they kind of had that backstop?
1: yeah i think that's why they did it i think that they're honestly like where okay they were like yeah they were like we're just gonna collapse the second you try to enter the zone with speed instead of try to because god forbid you you beat us or whatever it's just like which is weird you would think it would be the opposite but i think they just want to let teams run around in the other end in their own end sometimes which is i don't know if it's a counter thing or just like you said they have strength uh trust in igor but yeah it's something they clearly have to work on um Although I will say something that maybe to turn it and ask you about this give, the one area I saw that the devils are weakest is uh, that uh I think in terms of teams that killing cycles in their own and especially like win winning battles along 50 50 battles along the boards, I think they're like close to the bottom of the league in terms of that uh, and I mean that's if you are understandable if an, you're that's
2: definitely an anti stat I, I mean i don't I couldn't tell you the, I, I don't look at numbers like that, but I can tell you like. Yeah. But what are your eyes they're, telling they're you? They're kind of frail, so it doesn't surprise me that like Yeah. They have a hard time maybe getting the puck off a bigger body in their own zone.
1: Yeah, whereas the that Ra- New York Rangers
2: are the slightest bit. So those yeah. numbers, yeah, that make, that makes perfect sense to me.
1: Yeah. And and I think the New York Rangers are either second uh in I think the Rangers are a top 5 team in off the rush creation, I think they're like five. They might be a little bit lower now, might six or seven, but I believe they're either two or three in creating it once in the zone off the cycle, uh, especially like, I think when it comes to, uh, you know, puck retrievals in the opposing end turned into like uh, shots on goal, I think they're very, uh, they're one of the best teams in the league. So it seems that there is a roadmap for both teams. Obviously, no team in the NHL is perfect. So there is a roadmap and a game plan for both teams going in. I think it just depends. I think uh, I want to get your two's opinion. It's that you don't want to get in a track meet with the Devils. You're going to lose. They're faster. They're better at making uh, plays at hot top speed. Obviously, if the Rangers are going to be a little bit of a heavier team, and that's not to say the Devils aren't big. I mean, they got some big bodies. I mean, I don't know. They, Did Ryan they have, Graves? They
2: don't play him that much. Ryan Graves plays like a pussycat. Right, they got Timo. He's been good. That guy, He. we got what we paid for with him. I'm happy about that. But like, yeah. you know, Wood, this guy, he's just not what he used to be. It's unfortunate. Like this guy just does not play the same physical game as he used to play. It's sad. Like, because I really like Miles Wood, but he, he's just kind of like a shell. I don't want to say he's a shell or if he's just like trying to be a different player, but he, he's not the guy that we, we had a few years ago. He had an injury last year. He was out the whole season. And you know, Bastion's a bigger body, but like Ryan Graves doesn't like hit people. Like you can't like, you can't be worried about Ryan Graves hitting you. That's just not something he does. He's big. Yeah. He's big and
1: Yeah. Well, so know, and so is so is Dougie. You know, that's but, about it.
2: Just because he's big doesn't mean he uses his size physically. He doesn't use it at all. As far as I can tell. Yeah. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong, but I don't think I am. These guys yeah. don't hit anybody. You guys are gonna be able to play a beer league style against the Devils if you want to, because they don't hit.
0: Well, the problem is I think the Rangers you know they don't have all four lines buying into that that type of style. You know, you it's really tough to get the the Mika line and the you know Panarin line to play that physical game. I mean, hopefully, you know, I, I think an underrated player going into these playoffs. Tarasenko. Hopefully, is, well Tarasenko is definitely willing to throw the body, and I really kind of like Trocheck. You know, Trocheck is the I feel like he's been the hardest working Ranger in the last you know twenty games of the season. The guy's been everywhere. Um, you know, doesn't always accomplish, you know, what he wants, but, you know, I, I give him an A for effort. And, you know, a guy like that going into the playoffs, I'm very intrigued on what that guy is going to be able to bring. And, you know, I, I hope, you know, whoever, you know, he ends up with, because I imagine we're going to end up, you know, changing the lines up a little bit because the devils are going to probably flat out blitz us and we're going to look putrid and, you know, Galant's going to end up switching things up. So whoever he plays with, I hope he, you know, you know, can, you know, uplift and, 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 you know, carry that line in terms of energy. So, um, but another thing really that it all comes down to, and this is, I, I, this is my mantra. This is, I, I wholly believe into the, into this. It's all about special teams. If the New York Rangers go 0 for four, they're losing the game on the power play. Like you, you can't, you have to take advantage against the best teams in the NHL on special teams. It's a race to three, four goals. Whoever gets there first is going to win the hockey game. It's that simple. But, you know, as far as I'm concerned, the New York Rangers, you know, they're running a 25%, 24% power play. The Devils, middle of the pack at, you know, twenty, two you know, percent You know, that's going to tell you exactly, you know, who's going to win this series, in my opinion. You know, I, I do think the Devils have the advantage if they blitz the Rangers and beat them with speed, I think the Rangers, if we can keep the puck below the dots, bang them around, cycle the puck, get shots on net, I don't truly know what Vanek's going to be in the playoffs, but he, you know, he hook,
2: questionable.
0: you don't you never know. I mean, he could be, you know, he could make a run like Jaguar did back in, you know, whatever that was with the Ducks and, you know, or he could be, you know, flat out awful, but listen, it doesn't really matter who's in net. Against the Rangers because we had fucking Louis Domingue in net last year, and I had to call him King Louis because he played better than Lundqvist. So, yeah, it, it's it's gonna be it's gonna come down to special teams. Uh, you would hope that you know if the if the Devils really just expose the Rangers with their speed, uh, it's it's lights out. You can you put them to bed. There's no reason to even do the podcast. I'm but if you, Rangers, but the, just, but I don't think it's gonna be that just easy for them. Hit them, yes. Just
2: hit them if you but can. The question.
0: Are they going Even if it's them?
2: illegal, just hit them. Just hit them.
0: I, I agree with you. Like
2: a, like a deck of cards, just hit them.
0: Can you tweet at the New York? Can you tweet at them or send them private messages on Instagram just to say, hit, hit, please hit my team? I like, mean, I'm not going to do that, but okay. I don't know why you don't. What I'm getting, like because I was talking to, you. to
2: I was talking to a buddy, my friend Chris today. You know, I'm having a similar conversation. Is this and it's you ever play as an adult? Against high school kids, who they dangle and like you can just stop them because you just know how to play the game. Like you, you can just kind of poke, you can just poke check the puck away from them without a problem, and they get frustrated so easily. Jack Hughes will grip the stick tightly and quickly if he gets frustrated, and he can listen. He is a great player, but he's I've I've watched it this year. He gets knocked off his game quickly.
0: Well well, I'll ask both you, you and And it takes Andy. him a
2: while to find it.
0: I'll ask, you know, you and Andy both both this question that, you know, obviously you brought up a good point in Jack Hughes, but the, the who is going to stop Hughes is the question. So, you know, Andy, I'll I'll ask you this question first and then give you, you can who's cuz this has been a common theme. We just stop Hughes, we could beat this team. Who is stopping
2: him? No, I don't think that's simple
0: as that. Well, I mean, he is uh, the catalyst of your 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 you know. Problem. Yeah,
2: but there's more component. Like the the rest of the guys aren't a bunch of bums. That's for sure.
1: No, I don't think I don't think James is saying it's like that. But I think uh he it's one of those I mean, things where I he's I think it's clear that in he's terms of the ranger the, killer, the, he's definitely a he's been a ranger killer, and B I think. It's more less about stopping the Devils, and that and more about the Rangers. Literally, their biggest problem will be him. If that makes any sense, you know, that's you, actually,
2: you, that, you know that's actually fairly reasonable because after he came back from injury, he wasn't scoring, and the team was kind of like floundering. Like they were winning, but they were losing. They, you know, instead of winning four out of five, they were winning like three out of five, two or two or three out of five for like yeah. you know um like that first like he missed like five or six games and the first that the next like 15 games after that the it's team like kind of simil- So you know it may there may, there might be some truth to that but that's yeah, but it's, i don't know that's yeah. borderline insulting to the rest of those guys cuz they they No are but not, no but, but I no would stuff.
1: say of course not but I would say it's like the same thing as saying if you look the Rangers record in which Panarin gets a point it's like Obviously, yes, Artemi Panarin, much like Jack Hughes, is a highly offensive player who scores a lot of points. But it's also there seems to be causality that when those guys are going, it gives the rest of their group a maybe a bigger lift. If that makes any sense, especially yeah, to no, say that's fair. The point. team
2: goes with them.
1: Yeah, the, there's they a, they're the leading. Way. Yeah, and I would say from a Ranger standpoint, it's not it's not like the rest of the, the Devils aren't going to be able to make passes or, or score. It's just that when Jack Hughes is going. Everyone else on the Devils might be good for for a goal a night. Jack Hughes might be good for two. Like when Panarin uh, one night every so often he feels like shooting, and he can have a four goal night. He can have a, a hat trick in two periods. It's like it's kind of that's that's what I'm saying about Jack Hughes. It's more it's more of a compliment to Jack Hughes that that they are literally the type of team that you almost have to divert any resources to shutting one individual down. That's not to discredit the rest of the Devils, but it's almost such a hard task that if the, the might of Jack Hughes's might is too great if you're just trying to play zone team defense against whoever's in front of you. You almost having someone shadow him, like you said, and trying to get him off his game might be a more uh, applicable. He, apl-
2: he's fragile upstairs. I could tell. It's yeah, written yeah. all over his face sometimes. I'm not that big of a believer in body language, at least when it comes to myself. But with him, I see it. And he, he does not like it. He gets frustrated quickly when things aren't going his way. Yeah. Because things have gone his way his entire life on the hockey rink. Think yeah. about it.
0: Well, I mean, yeah. You really think it. about
2: it. Things have gone his way forever. And the first time things didn't go his way is when he came back from that injury this, like, a couple months ago. And he, he, looked, he, he looked frazzled. Like, like he, it, like a, it looked like a bully who got punched in the mouth. Slamming his stick, pissed off, barking at himself. You know, it it, it can be done. Yep. He can be stopped.
1: From T to Green, the best place to go to get in on all the action happening on the links is DraftKings Sportsbook. This week, new customers will receive an odds boost to add plus plus one thousand to any pre-tournament wager up to ten dollars on any golfer to win. So, for example, if you are a new customer and you see a golfer to win the tournament at plus 1,000 odds, DraftKings will boost the golfer to plus 2,000 odds for your shot at a bigger payout. DraftKings will be featuring parlays and odd boosts all tournament long, so be sure to check the DraftKings Sportsbook app every day before the tournament starts to see what they have in store. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code THPN to boost your odds during this weekend's tournament. That's code THPN only on DraftKings Sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. In Massachusetts, call 800 327 5050 or visit gambling MA.org. In New York, call 8778 Hope New York or text Hope New York. In Kansas, call 1 800 522 4700. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort, 21 plus in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details and state-specific responsible gambling resources. Sticking with the Hughes narrative, but I do want to ask you about the other Hughes. Obviously a short sample size, two games, but yeah. it's the OT winner the other night, which was obviously huge in the Devils. It
2: was game. great, but like Ovechkin just like, Let him walk by. Like, Ovechkin's defense on that, like, if he gave, like, literally half an ounce of effort, that kid doesn't score that goal. And, like, listen, I loved it. It was great to see. But open your eyes a little bit. Like, Ovechkin, who does not care at this point. it's, It's the last game of the season. This guy's going home the next day. He doesn't care what happens. And he just let the kid skate right by him. No problem. It, it's hard to get truly excited, but you know he's looked pretty good, and he looked pretty good in his two games. So credit to him. Well, that's what
1: I, I want to ask you. What I'm, I'm what... not too high on
2: the goal that he scored <laughs> because I mean, Ovechkin gave a 10:45 beer league game effort on the de- on the defense there.
1: Yeah, but so maybe that goal aside, just in terms of his two game performance, did he look the part? Do you think he looks ready for playoff to go to playoff hockey after his two games in his national? I can't tell
2: after two games. The first game, I would definitely say no, and the second game, like you know, he scored that goal. Like he, they had him out there in overtime. Like I'd like to think maybe the coaches know a little bit more than I do about this, but yeah, I would lean towards no, but he you know he's I mean, team,
1: but but he is but you know he is obviously naturally bigger than both of his brothers so at least physically he seems a little bit better capable of handling uh you know he also is it's not like he's made the jump after literally after getting you know getting drafted in the summer and then joining the team you know so he at least got to play a year and and change to before making the jump over. So it should definitely help him. But it's, you know, it's... Uh, I'm happy to have him. I'll put it to you like this. Oh, absolutely. He's, he's,
2: no, he's no bum. He's and still, who, a, he's still an did, upgrade. Who did the, who did the, the
1: devil sit when they bought
2: That's him? a great question. Like, you're talking about the size of Ryan Graves. Like, Ryan Graves, like, he's made some real boneheaded plays in the last couple of weeks. And he's probably eventually going to be the odd man out. I don't know if they resign that guy. I don't know the deal with his contract. But between like Hughes, uh, that kid was Nemec, Nemec, whatever his name is, and then that Seamus Casey, you have three studs on defense that are going to be able to play for pennies.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. Poor Brendan uh, Smith. Yeah. Wait, what did you say? I said poor Brendan Smith.
2: Smith. Oh, poor Brendan Smith. Yeah.
0: Oh, he's a good hey, guy. Leave him alone.
2: A, you sold me a bag of shit with that guy. I texted you July first. Hey, we signed this Brendan Smith. He used to be a Ranger. We got him for a million bucks We're like oh, that's a great deal. No. <laughs> I don't know about that.
1: Well, I mean, I, mean, I, I will say this, the Rangers I hope in the playoffs snake. he's better cuz like he's a he's a
2: bigger body that can might want to use it.
1: Yeah, I well, mean I think ahead, I Amy. would say uh playing I think playing the quick up-tempo offense the Devils want to play is probably his weakest ass yeah, attribute. He's not I the fastest guy like that. But however, if the game does slow down, he might look like one of the better Devils players. You know what I mean? I guess. If, if, if it becomes a sl- I, in a game that becomes a slog, uh, I'm, you know, I'm not, I'm not saying- I really don't remember players, him being
2: but, particularly great against like the Islanders the few times we played them. And all they do is slog. So-
1: Yeah, that's a good point. But who knows? I mean, he can, I guess he can play forward in a pinch, but um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah well, listen. Uh, listen yeah, at the end of the day, the guy's a professional. He's been on,
0: you know, some important teams and the guy knows how to play in the playoffs. He is a fucking warrior. He's, you know, obviously not as, you know, I, I, not as good as Lindgren, but you're going to get that type of character and that heart out there. And that's I exactly hope so. The- I really we- hope so. Well, you're gonna need it, and you're gonna want that kid sitting next to Luke Hughes on the bench. But then, but wait, out. hold
2: on. If Brendan Smith's playing, who gets benched?
0: Well, I would imagine Graves is. Um, hold on, let me look up. Like Kevin
2: How... Ball, and, like the Kevin Ball would be like the easy answer to the naked eye, but that kid, the last like. Since Isn't that Hamilton started getting partner? regular ice time, he's been really good.
0: Yeah, I got it up for, right here, right now, according to Daily Faceoff. Your starting lineup for defensive pairings is Bald, Hamilton, Siegenthaler, Severson, Luke Hughes, and Brendan Smith.
1: Where's what's and Braves is with what the odd man out? out. I, I don't. What about I, don't know. I don't know why you don't have Marino on here, but he's not on. Well, here. is that just was that just the the lineup they went with in the, their last game of the season? It could be, but now Which here. Yeah, Marino not was out the
2: last game of the season. It rests so. up.
1: Okay, so, all
0: right. So, I guess... I don't know. I guess Ball would be out then, and then Marino... Is it Marino? Is, no, Marino's a right right on the right side, isn't he? I don't know. Oh, I, I don't know. Like, you, you, you can't bench John Marino
2: for Brendan Smith. You, you just can't do that.
0: Well, what about Ball? I guess in theory you could. I mean, Marino's another guy that you you want on the bench. You know, regardless. John
2: Marino is unbelievable. I can't believe that the Penguins well, traded him for it, not, Ty Smith. right
0: now. You probably can't can believe, believe it, it. <laughs> after they fired everybody. You obviously can believe it because that's <laughs> the reason why they you know the, they're on the outside looking in. Well,
2: it was for like salary cap purposes. I get it, but like. Ty Smith is a bum. He is a grade A bum. He's not even like he can't even make the Penguins roster on a team that didn't even make the playoffs. Think about that. Yeah, it's a tough one. He stinks.
0: So, well,
2: bad, bad, bad move for them, but I'll take it.
0: All right. So let's because I do want to, you know, hear your opinion, both your opinions on, you know, the rest of the playoffs. But, you know, to kind of sum everything up here with the Rangers and Devils, you know, let's go around the table and give our, you know, an an honest expectation of what we think and how the series is going to go. I'll go first just to give you guys an example. Personally, like I said, this could be over quick with the Devils or this is going to be a slugfest. And and I think that benefits the Rangers. Personally, if personally i don't know if the rangers are going to have enough fight and 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 grit to get and slow the devils down and jack Hughes has been lights out against the new york rangers i think you guys are on an incredible run similar to our run last year and i have to say with my uh, being honest and this is not me trying to use reverse psychology cuz trust me i do that all the time i honestly I think too. It's I honestly,
2: shit, I know you do.
0: I honestly, I would put the devils. If we did this series a hundred times, I think the devils win 55% of them. So I, I lean slightly devils, but there's also a part of me that's like, all right, the Rangers can do this. They did it last year. They're a much better team. They have the advantage in goaltending. They have the experience. The kid line is going to be ready to rock. We have the depth up front. We just got to slow them down. You know, our team is healthy, knock on wood. I don't know what Kane is going to be like. I don't know what, um, you know, Lindgren is going to be like. But, you know, if you look at the New York Rangers last year, there's absolutely no reason why they can't beat you guys and, and move on and, and win another series. So, in my opinion, I, I, I lean slightly devils because speed just fucking kills and you're going to get calls that way. Um, but I don't think the Rangers have necessarily, you know, I'm not giving up on them. I'm not, you know, throwing them under the bus or, 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 or you know, ready to give up. But um, I, I am very worried, and my honest opinion is that I lean slightly. Devils are the better team, but uh, the Rangers absolutely have the ability to get it done. Whether or not they do and can slow them down is a question. Obviously,
1: time will tell. So, um, Andy, go ahead. Yeah, you know, I'm just. <sighs> it's tough because I think you pretty much nailed it before James that I think this is uh devil's best chance is to basically outskate the Rangers and just blitz them and get it done earlier. I do think the longer it goes, I think you, it would benefit the Rangers, but um, yeah, it's, it's, it's a hard series to predict. And honestly, if you look at a lot of pundits, I think you see a lot of split things. I think if you say peak of their powers, it's like, it's, it's, they're different teams stylistically. It's, it's just hard to know who's going to allow to do what. Obviously, the Rangers have the edge in uh, goaltending, but I'd say the Devils have the, honestly, as it stands today, probably have the edge in terms of uh, the amount of hard workers they have and, and guys that are willing to try to win battles and get on their horse and, you know what I mean? And ch- hunt down pucks. So if if the, if the Devils get total buy-in from their group with the speed they already have then I just don't see how anyone stops them. You know what I mean? They'd probably give the Boston Bruins a run for their money. But they are smaller. You don't know how they will react to getting pushed around like you said. Um those are the teams that the Devils seem to have the most trouble with and not even just getting pushed around but the teams that do really good jobs with like that kind of sneaky borderline egregious obstruction like Tampa, you know what I mean? And and the you know. So uh yeah, but it's it's honestly it's it's very hard to predict. You know what I mean? Obviously the neg it, the season series didn't go very well for the Rangers against them, but that was the same thing with uh, Carolina last year, where every time they met in the regular season, Carolina just beat the the wheels off of them. The Rangers kind of lucked into one victory, uh, kind of like they did against the Devils this uh, in that one OT game where they came back. But um, and I honestly thought it looked a little bit those games at least looked a little bit closer, whereas I felt like they're the Carolina hurricanes blew the the Rangers out every single time they met in the regular season. And then the Rangers just, yeah, they just were flat out better after seven games and beat them. So I don't really know how, which way this one's going to go. If I'm being honest, it's probably, and it's hard to take my fan hat off my, my Rangers fan hat off, but it is, I will say in terms of it's one of the harder series I think to predict for the first round, whereas like, I think everyone's like, Oh yeah, the the Islanders are a hundred percent going to upset the Carolina hurricanes. You know what I mean? That type of thing.
2: I definitely think the Islanders are going to upset the Hurricanes.
1: Yeah. Well, why don't, we, why don't we do that, James? Why don't we pivot a little bit and just talk about, maybe give some predictions for some of these these games. What about me? You don't yeah, want yeah, to yeah, hear get, what I have it, to say. You know he's got a, Christ, Andy. Well, well I do, you know, let's, I'll get your 5 I'm taking the Devils. Here. I'm doing it. I'll put my <laughs> name it. on it. I'll
2: put a stamp on it. I'm taking the Devils, it. and I'm taking the Devils in five.
1: Devils in five. Wow. But I think the
2: Rangers win game two.
1: okay all right (laughs) this is going to be some vicky valencourt type shit where like the rangers do win game two and then the devils just proceed to like win both at mass square garden and then we're just looking at gib and he's just shaking his head like yep i knew it i
0: told you i Uh, think i think
2: the devils might here's what i think i think the devils blow out the rangers game one i think they win by three game one wow the rangers make since like real adjustments and shut them down. In game two. And then they proceed to win. That's what that's what I think happens.
1: They, nice. And I'm so going to. You think it's I'm fine. So you, the think, you think the, the only the only the only win the Rangers get is the second game in. Thursday night the at the
2: Prudential Center. The game okay. I'm going to.
1: Yes. All right. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's honestly fair. And honestly, I think what a lot of people aren't talking about is that that at least this year, there is a kind of house money feeling right for the Devils. They
2: have no like, business really even being in contention. They, they have no business being in the second place. They don't. Like, credit to them and the, all the credit in the world to them.
0: They do. They do have business, though.
2: Like, all right. I hold think- on. If you told, Like I said, if you told me this in September, I would have left you out of the room.
0: You're crazy. Man. I mean, but the, the reason I say that is because, it, I mean, you look at their team, Gib. I mean, with the way some of their players are playing they are they're a second place team in the metro like i get get it but it's it's too hard to fathom i yeah Mm -hmm. i understand that and i listen i know what you're feeling because i felt that last year but the truth is you know i i almost think it hurts you that the rangers did what they did last year because now Everyone's comparing you like, you know, they're the Rangers of last year. They can make a run. You know, they, they just have they don't have any they don't have experience, but they're going to get it. And they're that's, you know, you know, everyone's, you know, gun ho about the Devils. But the truth is that, you know, you do have good play. Like you have really good players. I mean, you know. It, your center depth down the middle has been, you know, great. You you have, you know, guys like Dolphins. Have has and-
2: gone. That's
0: has yeah, a- gone, but he's have
2: on has a- gone. What a guy. Yeah, but he, he's a key
0: piece on the most historic team in the NHL. I so- don't
2: care. I don't care if he was leading the sco- leaving the team and scoring on the most historic team in the NHL. All
0: right, well he's not let's, my
2: problem anymore.
0: Well, let's use that to segue to the Bruins. You got the Bruins <laughs> Bruins facing off against the 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 Florida Panthers. Every stupid pundit thinks that they're you know, this is upset central. I ain't buying it. I'm taking Bruins in four. I think this will be easy peasy lemon squeezy. They're just going to blow them out every single game. Uh, at the end of the day, Florida doesn't have the depth of the defense. Uh, question mark in goaltending. It's just uh, this is a bad matchup. Everyone thinks it's a good matchup. I don't care what Florida did in the regular season against Boston. Throw that shit out. Uh, Boston's going to run right through this team.
1: Uh, all right. Go ahead. You got you two. I don't care who goes first. I'll go first. Yeah, I right. mean, I, I agree. I just don't. Boston, I mean, obviously with what the Panthers have been playing for, they've had a little bit more, you know, Kachuk's had a burr in his saddle, and he's, one of the, he's probably one of the most effective players in the league when he needs to will something to happen. He just has that X factor, and he just also has enough skill to know how to apply leverage, which is a, honestly kind of a bit of a lost art in the NHL, I would say. There used to be a lot more guys like that, uh, but the guy who's like, I can find us goals when we need it. Uh, it's kind of, yeah, I feel like it's kind of a lost art. So, but he's that guy, you know, you know, he's him, but the problem is you're playing, uh, his, the be- not even like just, you're playing uh, arguably the, one of the best teams in the history of any, NH- the NHL has ever seen in by, by your total wins, right? They have the record. Is that correct? Yeah. Uh, yes, they do. Yeah,
2: they did. They said, it. <laughs> I think they said it against the devils actually.
1: Or they at Uh, least
2: tied it against the Devils.
1: Yeah. And I mean, it's just, that's the name of the game, though, is just consistency. And they even, and not, listen, uh, the Bruins have played games this year that looked, they didn't look like the better team. But the question is, they played a lot of those games and they ended up winning a lot of them. Why? Because Olmark had a great year in net. Uh, They have excellent depth who enough guys to step up and they're the one they're the one team that when you ask me what their weakness is i don't really know if they have one forwards have size check they have guys that can skate quickly check offense from the back end check goaltending check uh scoring depth check you know physicality check it's like they have everything and hence, they're the best team, maybe per, perhaps the NHL has ever seen. So, if you're asking me if Mark Stahl and Eric Stahl can stop the Boston Bruins, like get the fuck out of here! Wait, it's not happening. Of
2: the Stahl brothers are on that team.
1: Are both on the Panthers, Mark and Eric Stahl?
2: Boston and four,
1: exactly. Yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah, I, exactly a so. little fun fact for you: uh, two teams have beaten the Boston Bruins more than once this year, and that was Florida Panthers, Florida Panthers, Ottawa, Ottawa. Yeah, the Kachuk brothers
1: were able to do it. So. Um, But yeah, I I would I would cut off a a a leg. Well, you know, I'm being hyperbolic. But uh, to get any (laughs) get any of the Kachuk brothers, I would. They watching Brady just run people over and no one being able to do a goddamn thing about it. Because if you look at him cross-eyed, he'll then just. I think I feel like Brady Kachuk is what people thought Tom Wilson was for forever. You know what I mean? Fair. I think people. Tom Wilson had one really, really good season. Everyone's like Tom Wilson, so skilled and so tough and big. I think Tom Wilson's tough, but he's not that skilled. Brady Kachuk is that skilled, and he's a monster. You know what I mean? He just runs people over. I agree. I, agree. I would love uh, Gib, you said Boston and four.
2: <laughs> I hadn't really even thought about it until you told me both star brothers are on that team. So if there was a th- then
1: Gibby's <laughs> like if there was a, if there was a, a mercy kill three rule, he would take that instead. Yeah. That's uh,
2: I can't believe both of them are on that team. And I don't know if you guys saw the video of Matthew Kachuk. I don't know if he was drunk or what, but wasn't he that was
1: Brady? That like, was
0: like
2: Brady. We're, we're, we're the Stanley Cup. Was it Matthew? Yeah, yeah I'm sorry, it was, Matthew. It was Brady. It was Brady, Brady. Yeah. Brady. standing outside like a dock screaming, "I'm in the Stanley Cup!" Yeah, all right, pal. Good. That's a great idea.
1: Ottawa was a. They're a
2: good. Yeah, the no, no, no. It was be better. Whichever. I always confuse the two. I'm not gonna lie to you. Which one's in Florida?
1: Matthew. Matthew. Well Matthew, but that video was of Brady, so I wonder if that was Brady no. was traveling to see his brother play. Their season's over. Oh, see, I thought that see, like I I he was filmed in a distance. I and thought Brady he was the went. one that was on the Panthers saying no, we're going to win the Brady. Stanley Cup. That's that was Brady. Brady. And if you remember last year when Matthew in Calgary, Brady flew to Calgary. No, and I love body.
2: that. I, I like that. That kid was just sitting in the stands slugging beers. Good for him. And that, he's that like, my good. my team's out, out of
1: it. it my my t- and here's the thing if the Panthers miss next year and Otto was in, you bet your ass that it's gonna be reversed. Matthew Kachuk's gonna be fucking going hard for his and I love that. And I love that no, even that, when no, no. that's awesome. And I like
2: that he ain't sitting in a box. He sat in the stands with a bunch of goons from Calgary. I like that. I like that yeah. quite a bit. <laughs> Hard <boys>. yes. Yeah.
1: <laughs> All right, moving on. Uh, James, Which, which uh, what are we up to? Uh, Let's finish uh, out the East. We got
0: Toronto and Tampa Bay. I'll keep mine a lot briefer here. Uh, I, I think Tampa Bay has, has done their damage in the league. It's um, over. Yeah, I, I, I question whether or not they're going to even be able to compete in this. Be healthy, uh, yeah. Yeah, it's just, I don't know. I just feel like the Leafs are finally going to get over the hump and win a series. I, I have Maple Leafs in five.
1: Uh, I that's what I think too. I think Tampa gets one, and that's it. Okay, Gibby, your thoughts.
2: I don't bet against Tampa. Okay, I I know they struggled down the stretch, and they didn't have the best season.
1: And they got injuries. And I Vasilevsky. just Vasilevsky's been unreal though. Outside when the Rangers played, I just I
2: can't possibly, way. in good faith, take the Leafs. I just can't.
1: I mean, do I want to, the Leafs to lose? Yes, yes. Only yes. because <laughs> I want to see the absolute I want the <laughs> if they lose, that's because then we're getting on uh, does should they trade Austin Matthews territory, which is what I want, just because I enjoy the chaos of watching an entire country, not just Toronto, <laughs> but literally the entire country uh down into like you know this deep you know but that's the thing and i what i think is that other i feel like a very american experience is having a team that's absolute dog shit for forever but also like ignoring the fact that they're dog shit uh and just almost acting like like you said like fans with like unwarranted fan bases you know or unwarranted like you know, pedigrees where it's like they haven't won shit yet. They act like they're at La Hacha. I feel like in yeah, Canada, it's the, like that. Yeah. Well, yeah, sure. I, I'll take that. Uh, but I feel like Canada is the opposite. I feel like you can have some moderate to good success, but unless you're perfect, the second, even if you lose, like how many times Canada <laughs> loses in like the gold medal game, just one game shy of a world juniors. <laughs> and it's literally like, it's like, Fire, you know, the the, fine yeah, yeah, exactly. So it's like the opposite. So I want to see chaos. I mean, you know, uh, so it would nice. To, I do want to see Tampa win, but I just don't think it's going to happen. I think uh, between all the injuries to, to Tampa, just the the amount of important players they've been bloodletting for the last few seasons to cap casualties and just the fact that they're all getting and old i think it's i think it's the leafs finally get the help they need but god forbid they if imagine if they had to play an, any other team in the first round i honestly think uh it would be tough you know i would I don't take
2: get, them pretty much over anybody but tampa and boston
1: i wouldn't take them over boston i would not take i wouldn't take yeah, the leafs I over the devils i feel like I, here's the thing i feel like the leafs are an inferior version of the devils i, I feel like I will, say, I, I will say i will
2: the bruins
1: well, I would say the one thing about the Leafs is that I think they have that maybe the Devils don't have is I think they have their that now they have O'Reilly and we'll see how he's going to be and they do have their their fourth line is a fucking a Chari now they got a Chari that fourth line is going to be a fucking nightmare to play against I will say that so uh but I don't know I just for whatever reason it's the same thing I just feel like Mitch and and Austin haven't done shit yet <laughs> you know so. And, uh, yeah, I play hockey doesn't seem to suit them, but I, my, my prediction is I think William Nylander is going to be the best Toronto Maple Leaf this entire, uh, how forever, how long their run
2: goes. Is that the one that looks like Harry Potter?
1: Uh, no, I think Mitch Monroe looks like, I guess it depends on what you think Harry Potter looks like. One of the
0: boys like, posted like some, like, definitely not like Nylander. Nylander looks no. almost
1: looks like Malfoy, if anything. Uh, yeah, and he, Neil, Neilander looks like uh, uh, Lucius Malfoy or Draco Malfoy. One I mean, of them
2: looks like Harry Potter, and I that's
1: Mitch Marner. That no, Mitch it's
2: definitely de- it's either no, Austin Austin definitely H- not is, Mitch Marner, and it's definitely
0: Neil, not Austin. Is, is like slick black blonde hair.
2: It was Mitch. It was him. It was absolutely him. Mitch
1: Marner, no or
2: Neilander.: He's wearing these ridiculous glasses. He looked like oh
1: yes, man. yeah, yeah. He did. He he's got a he's got he a straight style. out of Hogwarts. The yeah. Children. Uh, the William, Nylander's children heads, yes. w- William Nylander's head's a little too big for his body, is what he looks like. So, all What's right. Anyway, point? let's let's all right. Hurricanes and
0: Islanders. My quick hot take. Uh, I, I think this is going to be the most boring series uh, <laughs> oh, no, yeah. out of all of them, uh, but not oh, in yeah. a good way. Boring in a good way. I, I think you'll see a lot of you know low scoring, two you know two two one one nothing games. Uh, I think the Islanders can pull this off. I think they can beat them in seven. So my my
1: take is Islanders. Well, like, they might get Barzell back. I think they're he
2: he's playing game one.
1: He's in. We'll see how effective he is. But um, yeah, I mean they've looked better recently. I mean honestly, since they was they was basically like we have to win every game now or else we will don't make the playoffs. And they they pretty much did. Yeah, they've stumbled a few times, but you know, they are, they might arguably have just based on how this season is going so far, all the players, Shesterkin and Vasilevsky are both finding their form going into the postseason. But Sorokin's been the best goaltender in the league this year. And that's no disrespect to, no disrespect to Linus Olmark. So, and we saw that a Rangers team that honestly probably should have lost to the Penguins last year, but just having a a guy having that type of season can keep you in games that you probably have no business being in. And that's all it takes, especially for an opportunistic team like the Islanders. So who are seemingly built for the playoffs and uh, through no, uh, and here's the thing. If, if, uh, if Carolina had Pat Charetti and, uh, fetch uh, Sve- Evgeny Svechnikov or no, it's uh, Andre Svechnikov. Excuse me. Again, a brother. Uh, then I, I would put my money on them, but they don't. And they, the two guys that are supposed to produce for them, to actually be the the game changers they don't have this year, you know? So it's just hard for me to, to believe that they're going to come out on top, especially, you know, I just think they, the, the, the book's almost out on them too. They work their They're going to outwork you. They're going to win all every 50, 50 battle. They're going to pass the puck the, around the perimeter, 8 million times and, and possess the puck scored. and to put two low quality shots on goal. And they're going to fire from everywhere. And you'll be like, y'all, oh, they're under siege. And at the end, you're just like, oh, well, they just took a million shots from the perimeter and never did anything dangerous with it. You know, maybe they get a deflection or two, but yeah, they don't have any game breaking talent. You know, maybe I would argue that uh, Aho you know, is a game breaking talent. talent,
2: but it worked out for them all season.
1: Yeah, it worked out for them all season last year, but it's just it wasn't enough. They couldn't beat a deeply flawed rain, young Rangers team last year because they when it came to difference makers. They just didn't have enough. They have their system. And if a team can get like get away from if they're forced to deviate from the plan, especially if they give up a goal early, they fold because it's like, oh, shit, because they're good at playing uh, possession hockey and getting the first goal and then just kind of grinding it out. But if they don't, they fold like a house of cards. And I've seen too much from them. I'm not saying they're a bad team. I think they're a good team, but I just the two guys they were supposed to have to put them over the hump are literally out. Two of their best offensive players, arguably their two best Who offensive.
2: Who else, else is out besides Speshnikov? uh, But he was—he only played a handful of games this year, anyway. Didn't he? Yeah,
1: they're a good team without him. But I'm yeah, saying in the he, in the playoffs
2: and then got hurt again immediately, right?
1: Yes, which is unfortunate. But I'm going to say this: so I so think how can you remember? base this whole year then? It's not this it's it's literally their last four or five years. I'm basing this on the same thing that always happens to them. It's like analytic best team in analytics and best I just defensive think, team, best they, possession team, and they don't do yeah, shit. I, I just it. think the
0: Islanders are just a bad matchup for them because they can that throw too. that game and shove it right down your throat because they'll be like, all right,
1: you want to play this game? We'll you think you can you. outbore yeah. us? Yeah. yeah. The we'll most trust. boring team in hockey? Never. Yeah. With a hot goaltender, please. Yeah. And get then the fact that, like. Listen. Oh, and that's the other thing. Freddie Anderson and uh, Ranta, Ranta haven't been that great this year. The team in front of them has been good, but if you look at their numbers, they're actually not that great. No, they and win a lot so, of Some high of the goals games. they've allowed on some, on some pretty bad shots is not good. Yeah, it, listen, and again, there are still a one seed overall,
0: but in my opinion, they're the weakest one seed in in the in the league right now. Um, so that brings us out west. Uh, Gibby, your opinion Islanders, Canes. Apparently, I, I don't think the Hurricanes might lose a game according to you, but go ahead. <laughs>
2: I'm gonna be wrong, but I just really want the Hurricanes, to
0: <laughs> yeah, because it's a I want to hurt you in the hurricanes for second for round, yeah, no, shit. so do I. But, oh, wait, uh, hold
2: on. Why, wait, no, no, no. Why do you want them to?
0: Win? Because they would be a better matchup for the Rangers. Yeah, I that's think. not why I want them to win.
2: Is I want one? them to win because I think that's like a, a cool market. And I also just genuinely think Rod Brindamore is a good guy. And I want him to succeed.
0: Okay.
1: All right. Whether I,
2: and so, you know what? I, I'll put the Gibby stamp on it, and I'm going to be wrong. Yeah, Carolina in seven.
1: I right. sealed, delivered. All long, right. I, I do agree with you, though. Uh, long series, I think. Yeah. No, I definitely... good, man.
2: I really like that guy.
1: Doesn't um, he coach
2: youth hockey like when he's just not coaching the NHL team? Is that the same? Do I have the right guy for that?
1: I don't know. I don't I know. I think he just doing.
2: goes and coaches like a pee wee team.
1: He just like makes, he just goes <laughs> to find random peewee teens and he makes them like run the, the bleachers at their local gym with, with like weight, with like weight vests on. He's like,
2: I, I like ride. that. No, he's great. That guy's awesome. Yeah.
1: Like, yeah. Like,
2: that's a guy I would love to like. He probably doesn't have beers, but like, I'd love to have like, I don't know, like a chicken sandwich with that guy or something, something with that dude. I would love, that's a guy who's brain. Rod,
1: would Rod, Rod would love to share a, uh, a boiled chicken breast yes. on gluten-free yes. bun with Absolutely. a uh, low fat, uh, uh, ranch <laughs> sauce.
2: That's a brain. I would just love to pick between hockey knowledge and just the error that he came up in. Like, that's just a guy I could listen to. He yeah. was on 32 thoughts the other day. And I just, yeah. I didn't want the interview to end. It was so good. And,
1: Yeah. Hey, (laughs) hey, Rod. Can you smell anything? Your nose is at like a ninety degree angle, man. (laughs) Yeah. uh,
0: All right. Out, out west. Out west. We have uh, first match. I know
2: nothing about the west. Yeah. We're we're gonna
0: run. We'll run through this one quickly. Uh, Avalanche, Seattle. I, I don't trust Seattle's goaltending, and I, I like the Avalanche. Obviously, defending Stanley Cup champions um you know McKinnon is a a gamer and just when he turns it on they're they're borderline unstoppable uh I do like them to get out of this first round I don't think it's going to be easy uh obviously mccarr is a question mark on what he's going to bring to the table but I think overall I I Avalanche are just a better team and I think a better team will win in this series uh but I think it's going to be a
1: good battle between these two so Avalanche in 6 uh I, I think and- I agree with that I think that's I don't even have to say anything because that's honestly, basically what I was going to say. I was going to parrot that exactly. Um, Avalanche in six, even though they they're not going to have on unf- their captain for the whole series, which yeah. is a big blow for them. And yes, they are just clearly not the same. You know, they're not as deep as they were last year, but I would argue they have a better goaltender in gear. have this year. And I would also, as long as you know, they're, they're truthful and Makar is not feeling any, Uh, lingering effects i think clearly enough to get through a seattle team that although good another team that has a bit of um yeah they they basically they're kind of they're they were they're like the carolina hurricanes of the west to me i think they play great teams hockey and they have some pretty skilled guys who can do some things at times but ultimately i don't look to like they don't have a guy that's going to pop off where you look at McKinnon and he only, you know, he's hurt, but he literally, the points he put up in only 70 some odd games this year or whatever, 68, whatever he played is absurd. You know what I mean? So, um, so yeah, abs, abs in, uh, I might say abs in no abs and six is good. I, I think, I think uh, that uh, Seattle can win at least two, but I, I, I think abs and six, like you said, Gibby,
2: I don't know. I don't don't pay attention to West Coast hockey. I have no idea. Except I really like Adam Larson. I miss Adam Larson. I love that he became a man. And I want to see him succeed. So I'm taking the Kraken. There
0: you go. I I like that. I like it. Good take. Uh, All right. Dallas. uh, Wild. Uh, In my opinion, uh, I don't know. Question mark on Kaprizov. Obviously, that was a tough blow for them. I know he came back towards the end. I don't know if he's 100% healthy uh seems to me that they they brought him back just to get a couple games in him before the playoffs. I don't think he's at 100%. Uh without him, without him scoring goals, they don't have a shot against the Dallas Stars. So I'm taking the Dallas Stars in 5. Uh I think
2: I'm-, I'm with you there. I do like I love Dallas. I love the brand of hockey that this is the they're the only real West Coast team or western team like I kind of remotely care about. I love watching them play. And I think Minnesota has – Minnesota's just such a nothing team. I know they have Kaprizov. He's great, but it's all they got.
1: Uh, you said uh, Dallas in six, Gibby. Did you hear what I said last?
2: I did not say in six. I just said they win. Okay. I just think – I think Minnesota is just so no. bland. and yeah. Blah. yeah. They will be good. They have to, like, get out from that cap stuff, though.
1: Yeah. All right, I'm going to say this. I actually think the series goes seven games. I know that sounds might sound like a crazy take, but uh, yeah, I think obviously not having Kaprizov really hurts Minnesota. That being said, I'm for whatever reason, everyone I know it's not lost on me how well Dallas has done this year and how they've looked, but there's just something I can't even put my finger on that I don't know I just don't know. I don't know. I just... It's something about the way they play. I just don't... um, Honestly, it might be that I see a little bit too much Rangers in them (laughs) that I'm like... They kind of strike me as the Rangers of the West sometimes when I look at them. Just at the style they play and how sometimes defensively in their own end, even though they have such... Like, such a great... Some good defensive players. Like, you know, Haskins is amazing. They have some good goal scoring. Robertson and Jad kind of remind me of each other, but... um, yeah, man, they have a guy who's good in front of the net like Kreider and Pavelski, but it's just like there's something I just don't I still think they win the series, but I think they win it in seven. I think I think Matthew Boldy's going to have a little bit of a coming out party if he hasn't had it already for for Minnesota. Uh, it's going to be a more of a slog. I think Minnesota is a physical as hell team. They're going to beat the crap out of you. Um, I mean, obviously, if you're uh, the stars, you're going to try to get mismatches when every time Reeves is on the ice. but You know, the guy guy gets traded, traded to Minnesota and all of a sudden finds a scoring touch and is effective. So, you know, of course, but that's a team that plays a style that kind of suits him. So and, you know, I can't bet against my boy Zook, but I still think uh, Dallas wins, but I think they win in seven games. Unless I goes nuclear, which he's Wayne to do, and then which case they they probably sweep. (laughs) You know what I mean? It's either seven or a sweep. It's nothing in between. I'm telling you that. (sighs) Okay. Uh, those are bold, bold, bold choices.
0: Big sweep.
1: Uh, it's gonna be one. In I night. think
2: Dallas beats them in four. Yeah, Dallas sweeps them.
1: Yeah, it's either a Dallas sweep or it goes seven, and Dallas still wins. Dallas wins either way. But if they don't do it in four, it's going seven. That's all I'm gonna say about it. Okay. All right. Next
0: up, we got Vegas and the Jets. Uh, real quick. Uh, my opinion is I I lean Vegas in this. I think both of these teams are a little bit uh. I don't know what both of the teams are going to bring in the playoffs. Uh, Just, I don't know, Vegas, although they're a one seed, I'm just not sold on their whole depth and and what they bring to the table. They're they're just a weird team that wins hockey games. And the Jets are one of those teams that they just, they don't go away. They do have Connor Hellbuck. They're inconsistent as fuck. Uh, For me, I think this goes seven games because I don't think either team will want to win this series. Uh, but I I think Vegas with home ice advantage will able to will be able to edge out uh, Hello Buck and the
1: Jets. So uh, I'm taking Vegas and seven. This is a tough one. I mean, uh, Winnipeg has looked like absolute dog shit all year. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like the fact that they are in the playoffs, they're just lucky that the Flames just ended up having a flat out worse season than them. But that being said. It's one of those things where if you play so poorly and you finally get in the playoffs that I could also see Hellebuck being like, all right, this is it. That's it. Here we go. And if Ehlers and, uh, you know, I think you have Dubois, who is almost probably hoping they miss so he could continue to negotiate his exit to get to the Montreal Canadiens like everyone knows he wants to do. But I have a feeling if he just shows up and Ehlers and Connor are game, then I think they're a really dangerous team with Hellebuck in the back end. I obviously they're, you know, Josh, I think they're a little bit maybe overrated defensively. I mean, yes, Morris, he's having a great offensive season, but, uh, you know, I don't know. Hellbuck has to do a lot of work for them. But that being said, uh, Jack Eichel, that motherfucker's cursed or something. He's finally going to be in the first in in playing his first playoff series ever in his career, which is crazy to think about. Uh, So who knows? Either, you know, does he look good? Does it get to him? I could 100% seeing them at, like flame out in the first round and then getting the is, you know, is Eichel, you know, or whatever, or a choker or whatever uh, talk starting. Give me, go ahead.
2: I'm taking Winnipeg. I don't oh. like the Vegas team this year at all. I think they've been inconsistent. They're, the Eichel curse, I don't know. I think that guy's got bad juju. And I think... It's, it's no surprise that Buffalo had the year they had. Sure, they didn't make the playoffs, but they don't have that year that they had this year with Jack Eichel. I think there would be another year in the basement for them. I, I don't like that guy's juju at all, and I'm taking Winnipeg.
0: All right. Lastly, we have the Edmonton Oilers and LA Kings. Uh, I think this is the mo- probably, the, for me, the most exciting matchup out west. Um, I, I think the Oilers uh find their groove this year. I know it was a battle last year to, to beat them. Uh, I, I think the Oilers can take care of business. Uh, I'm taking Oilers in six against the LA Kings. Um, six or five, five or six. I think
1: Oilers blow them out, so maybe five. Go ahead, Andy. Hmm, this is a tough one, man. I <sighs> I, this is going to sound crazy to say that I think matchup wise. I think the Kings are the if if the Kings were playing any other team in the first round, I might actually put money on them to win their first round. But I there's something about the the Oilers this year that I just think they've had the best player, arguably two of the, the best player in the world and a, an, another top five player in the world, arguably for how many years now? And last season, even in an imperfect team, you finally saw them have enough. To there was enough going on that even with Mike Smith in net, they were able to somehow get to the Western Conference Final in a pretty weak West. Arguably, I think this is the year. I just think they have enough. Their power play is awesome. They finally have some good depth. Matthias Ekholm was probably the best pickup of the trade deadline. He's been incredible, and at whatever he's on the ice, if they if they run him in a McDonough. Headman like fashion, just make sure he's almost on the ice at all times it. And with Connor getting and Leon getting the minutes they're getting or hell, even Nugent Hopkins. I just, I, I think this is it. I think this is the year for them. I, you might want to skip any other, I think they go to the Western conference. I think they make it to stand like a final for the West is the Edmonton Oilers.
2: That's your team coming out of the West.
1: That's my team coming out of the West. I know it sounds crazy, but
2: I don't think it sounds crazy.
1: I think, I think James made a very important point is that at the end of the day, your power play has to be working in the playoffs. I think they have the best power play in the West. I think they have enough finally enough going on in the back end to maybe uh, be a little less egregious than it's been at times and I think they have a little bit more stability in net. So I think this is the year for them. I'm not saying they're going to win the Cup but they're definitely making it to the I well not definitely but I think they make it to the Stanley Cup final for the West. Okay. Uh-huh. That's uh, my Andy
2: Stan.
0: Andy Stan. All right. Well, I mean, that does it for this podcast. Went a little longer than I thought, but that's all right. We got the whole playoff picture uh, summed up here. Uh, thank you, Gibby, for joining us. And uh, Andy, as always, you were great. Uh, I think, you know, we'll allow Gibby maybe to send us off this time if, if that's okay. With no, of Andy. course. Please, Go ahead, please Gibby. Do. Final words.
2: Thank you for listening to the Broadway Boys Hockey Podcast. Make sure to like and subscribe. See you next week.
1: And I that any better myself? Perfect. Thank you for listening to the Broadway Boys Podcast. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at Broadway Boys Pod, And please rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, or the HockeyPodcastNetwork.com. You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network on Twitter at HockeyPodNet. New episodes every Monday and Thursday. Download at the com or wherever you get your podcasts from.